Hey ho, the mistletoe hung where you can suck it. Okay, that was that was no, that was aggressive. Sorry. Yikes. Uh hey gang, uh, welcome to the Harland Highway. Let's dial it down a nacho. Very exciting uh, show today. I'm finally going to make a big announcement regarding a TV show I've been secretly working on with the Walt Disney Corporation for the last four years. Yes, four years, and it's finally up and running. I'm finally allowed to uh, make an announcement about it, and I'm very excited to tell you about that. So that's later on in the show. Uh, also, a, a crazy story uh, about a, a lovable little dolphin. Wait till you hear what happened to this cute little wonderful dolphin. It, it'll break your little SeaWorld heart. Trust me. Crazy story. And then later in the show, uh, Mr. Fozzystad, uh, a man, uh, I think he's of Arab descent, uh, is coming on to the show. I, I heard that he's very upset about Donald Trump talking about banning Muslims from coming into the United States, and I think he has something to say about that. So that should be a pretty hot conversation. Mr. Fazestad has a bit of a temper. So let's all get cool right here on the Harland Highway! Where am I? What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> what's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> What is it? Opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harlan Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. John from Illinois here. I uh, just wanted to call and uh, let you know, I've, I've been listening to your past few podcasts where you mentioned Marie Osmond. And uh, I got to agree with you on that one. Matter of fact, I just saw the commercial and I cracked up all the way through it because, as you said, she does gesture towards her crotch. And uh, I couldn't stop laughing. I had to call and let you know that I totally agree with you on that one, Arlen. Anyway, thanks for making me laugh and keep up the good work. I'm Marie and I lost 50 pounds on Nutrisystem. <laughs> John from Illinois, thank you. For your call, good sir. Um, I'm glad someone else has noticed this. Uh, John, you, you know, I, I was sitting there. Am I, the, am I the only dude sitting on his couch alone looking at Marie, Marie Osmond and, uh, and drooling and thinking, what's going on with this hottie? So uh, thank you for, for calling in. I'm glad, glad, glad it made you laugh, man. It is kind of funny. If you're wondering what uh, John and I are talking about, go back to the last uh, podcast, number 746, and you can hear my whole uh, my whole take on Marie Osmond and Nutrisystem. Thanks for the call, John. If anyone else wants to call in and leave a message, the number is 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330.
4330. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Oh my god. This is ridiculous. This this is one of the most ridiculous headlines I've read yet. Ready? Are you ready? It's so ridiculous it's half sad. Here it is. Baby dolphin dies after people take selfies with it. What the hell? You kidding? Let's let's read this story. Argentina beachgoers plucked. It's never good when you hear the word plucked. When was the last time you were plucked? Argentinian beachgoers plucked a small, rare dolphin from the beach to photograph it until the dolphin overheated and died. This is terrible. The dolphin was apparently passed around by a crowd of people who took selfies with it. Someone posted photos on the Internet. There's even a video here. I wish you could see it. It's ridiculous. It's like a big mob of people. Like uh, It looks like about 70 people, and they're just passing around this dolphin. Have you, have you ever seen someone uh, jump into a mosh pit at a rock concert and just get passed? This is what it looks like. The people are clustered around. There's this, this dolphin. Hey, idiots, dolphins need to be in the water. Here it is. What what may have seemed like a fun, harmless photo op turned into premature death for a baby dolphin in Argentino. Argentina. Oh, my God. Beachgoers were spotted last week along the shores of Santa Teresa plucking a couple of baby dolphins, a species labeled as vulnerable to extinction by some people that were walking in the area. They pulled the dolphin out of the water and started passing it around for photos. Oh my God. Can you imagine that poor dolphin? It's like he's just just being passed around. He just wants to get back in the water. He's, He's trying to talk. You know, the dolphins are the second smartest Creatures to to man, they say. And he's just trying to, like, talk to these, like. And everyone's like, hey, I want a picture. And the dolphin in dolphin talk is saying, put me back in the fucking water. I'm a fucking marine animal. The ocean's right there. I'm not supposed to be held up in the air. I'm not. I'm not doing a mosh pit dive at a Metallica concert. All these idiots snapping pictures. This dolphin's, you know, jumping or being passed around like he's at a Metallica concert. And who the hell brings their their cell phone to the ocean? All these idiots down by the water. Can't you go lay on the beach without doing phone calls? Let's keep reading here. One man posted pictures to Facebook, which showed the dolphins being held aloft like trophies. Oh, this is horrible. 
while grinning tourists were seemingly unaware or unbothered about the animal's discomfort. Put me down, assholes! The paper that wrote the story said the beachgoers' indifference to the dolphins continued after they were done. They simply put at least one down on the sand, a fatal move for the rare creature. What kind of idiot are you when you pull a fish out? Well, in this case, a mammal, but I think we all know dolphins need water. Hey, man, are you, are you finished taking selfies or what? Yeah, I got my picture with the dolphin. Yeah, I got mine too. Uh, Marie, do you need a picture with the dolphin? No, I got my picture too. Okay, just put him down on the sand. Let's go get some lunch. Is Burger King open or what? I don't know. You sure we should just leave him on the sand? Oh, yeah, they're smart. They're the second smartest creature, so, like, he'll know how to get back in the water on his own for sure. Like, hello, I mean, look how smart we are. Like, we held him up and took pictures of him with our phones. So if we're that smart and we put him down on the dirt, um, like, if he's second smart, he should know to go back in the water. And if he doesn't, then that's on him for not being second smart as smart as we are, right? <coughs> Assholes! <coughs> Holy God! A fatal move for the rare creature. Not only these these dolphins are like endangered. It says, uh, like other species, these dolphins cannot remain for much time out of the water. The dolphin has thick, fatty skin that provides warmth, so the hot weather will cause rapid dehydration and death. Yeah, duh. Holy God! They let the thing, the, the things blubber like killed it. It's, it's like you you put a dolphin out on the on the lay it on the beach. It's like you might as well be throwing a roast in the oven. <coughs> Could I get some parsley and some potato garnish, please? <coughs> Good Lord! People on Facebook expressed their disgust. Quote, this makes me cry and hate the human race even more, someone wrote. No kidding. What is wrong with us? Jeez, Facebook. Here's some more quotes. This terribly unfortunate, uh, unfortunate event is an example of the casual cruelty people can inflict when they use animals for entertainment purposes without thinking of the animal's needs via the water. At least one of these dolphins suffered a horrific, traumatic, and utterly unnecessary death for the sake of a few photographs or selfies. Wild animals are not toys or photo props. So I guess there was a, I guess I misread there was a couple of dolphins. I mean, poor thing. All these people holding it up, taking pictures, thinking they're so cool, and this thing just, it's slowly dying. With each click, with each selfie, click, click, click. 
It's almost like it's almost like its last heartbeat. As the clicking stopped, so did the sad animal's heart. As the final selfie was taken, so went the poor misfortunate animal's final heartbeat. Almost poetic, it's so sad. Poor little guy. Well, there you go. That that's our crazy news story of the day. Here here's here's uh, you know, a little tip. Next time you're uh you're at the beach and you want a selfie with a dolphin, go in the water. See if it pops up. Don't don't drag a dolphin out onto land. Pass it around like a beer keg. Take pictures and when you're done, just leave it on the sand. Morons. Ah, oh, crazy news story. Sad news story. Little dolphin, rest in peace. Exactly. We all want that little black dress moment, that look good, feel good moment. But when you're overweight, it's more like little black dress. I don't even want to get dressed. I'm tired. My knees okay. hurt. I'm not going up those stairs okay, again. Marie. Moment. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Thank you, Marie. Nutrisystem. You're hot. We get it. You're hot. But we were talking about a cute little marine mammal. And, oh, you know what? Speaking of cute little animals, oh, my God. Um, I have to, I, you know, I've been kind of teasing you guys a little bit with this announcement, you know, a little bit here and there. And uh, today I'm gonna I'm, I'm officially allowed to make the announcement because it came out in the media. I had to wait for it to come out in the media first. But here it is. You ready? I'm very excited about this. And for you pavement pounders with young kids, I'm talking like three to seven year olds. You are gonna love me pretty sound. Here we go. Here's my big announcement. Uh, my brand new TV show that I'm doing with the Walt Disney Company, okay, is coming to your television really soon. You know what, Raj? Cue me with some of that nice Walt Disney music while I make this announcement. Let's spice this up. Let's make this a big deal. Hit me. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, so Harlan Williams and Walt Disney present... In June of 2017, a new animated series called Puppy Dog Tales. Yes, Puppy Dog Tales. Oh, oh that's bad. See, that sounded good, man. That, that was very good. All right, so, so let me tell you what it is, okay? Uh, and this thing's been in the works for a while uh, this is a show that I, I pitched to Walt Disney about four years ago. And, you know, it's an animated cartoon. It's going to be on Disney Junior, which is the same network that, that has uh, Doc McStuffins and Sheriff Callie and Miles from Tomorrowland and, and all these great shows for, for young children. And uh, this is a show about two little puppies. They're pugs. I think everybody loves puppies. And if you haven't ever seen a pug puppy, oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
So uh, the, the, these two little pug puppies are the stars of the show. Their names are Bingo and Rolly. Bingo's kind of a, uh, uh, you know, tough little guy, athletic. And Rolly's kind of like the, the chubbier, you know, younger brother. He's 36 seconds younger. They're both from the same litter. And they live with their owner. And their owner's name is Bob. And the gist of the show is that Bob always says something or does something or the pugs see him do something or, or, or catch him saying something and they misinterpret what he says. For example, like the, the pilot episode, uh, Bob is reading the newspaper and there's an article that he reads out loud. He's like, oh my goodness. The, the Mona Lisa has been stolen. You know, the, the famous painting, the Mona Lisa, and he reads the article, considered by some to be the greatest painting in the world. Oh, no, I love the Mona Lisa. And then Bob goes off to work, and the, bo- the, the pugs, Bingo and Rolly, are like, oh, my gosh, Bob loves Mona Lisa. We've got to find Mo- the Mona Lisa for Bob. And then they deduce, well, if it's the greatest painting in the world, it should probably hang on the greatest wall in the world. And they figure out that the greatest wall in the world is the Great Wall of China. So off the puppies go. They sneak out the door. They sneak on an airplane. They go to China. They're running around on the Great Wall of China. Of course, they do all this during the day while Bob's at work. And they're always back by 5 o'clock before Bob, and they've solved the mystery or they've cracked the case. Whatever their mission is, it's always based on something they misinterpreted from Bob, but in the end, makes Bob happy. They're just doing because they're going on these adventures to make their master happy. And Bob has no idea that they do all these things. And so every episode is the pugs resolving an issue that ends up making Bob happy. The pugs know they did it, but Bob doesn't have a clue, but they think Bob knows that they did it. So what's going to be great about the show is this show that the adventure could be in the puppy's backyard or it could take them all the way to the other side of the world. We've got episodes where they're in, at the Great Pyramids of Egypt. We've got them in Africa. We've got them in Paris. We've got them in Italy. We've got them in China, Australia, everywhere. So uh, anyways, it's been really tough for me the last few years because I do a lot of interviews and I have a lot of, you know, fans ask me a lot of questions. And they go, what are you working on? What are you up to? And I'm like, I, 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 I can't tell you. And so today they finally released it in all the papers and all the trade magazines. The word is out and I'm finally allowed to talk about it. And so uh, it's called Puppy Dog Tales. It's the adventures of Bingo and Rolly, and uh, this thing looks beautiful. I mean, it's going to be uh, computer animation, you know, just kind of like how you see when you watch Shrek or or uh, Madagascar, these type of movies. The animation is just gorgeous. The puppies look adorable. Oh, my gosh. Now that I'm allowed to talk about it, I'll probably be posting some pictures of, of the puppies up on my Twitter page, so... If you want to uh, keep abreast of the Puppy Dog Tales, please join my Twitter account. My Twitter account is at Harland Williams. 
So like I was saying, if you have kids, oh my gosh, I'm hoping they're going to just love this show because the puppies are so adorable. And then there's a bunch of other characters um, and some of the voices we have. Oh my gosh, we have some really fun. We've, we've just started casting the voices. We've, I won't say their names yet because I'm not sure I'm allowed to do that, but I will tell you I do one of the voices. I'll be doing the voice of the dog's owner, Bob. But we have, let me tell you this, we have a famous rock star doing a voice. We have a famous cast member from Saturday Night Live doing a voice. We have a famous cast member from that show The Office doing a voice. And still more to come. So really exciting. Uh, And I'm glad I could finally share that with you. Uh, Unfortunately, because animation takes so long, You know, we're talking, uh, Disney told me that June 2017 is is our our air date. So it's over almost a year and a half before you get to see it. But, uh, you know, good things are worth waiting for. So very excited, very thankful for Disney for, uh, you know, taking my idea and and wanting to make this into a full-blown episode. By the way, 50 episodes. And that's just our first season. If we get if, if the show does well and we get a second season, another 50 episodes. Your, your kids are going to grow up on, on Puppy Dog Tales. So it's going to be awesome, and uh, I'll leave it right there. I'll keep you guys posted as, as more developments uh, unfold. Um, but uh, very, very excited. Oh, okay. Who? Well, I, I was I was just celebrating here. Okay, who is it? Hmm. All right, I'll. Roger's just telling me to pick it up. You know I don't like surprises. Just tell me who it is, Roger. Who? Fozzie Stad, Mister Fozzie Stad. Oh boy. Okay. Well, put him through. I guess we've had him on the show before. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Fozzie Stodd, uh, hello, sir. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Yeah, yes, how are you today, sir? I'm not very good, Mr. Um, okay, is it something we said on the show here? No, Mr. I'm very upset, I'm very concerned about the general elections in the United States of America. You're upset about the the, uh, the elections in the United States? That is what I said, Mr. Williams. I'm very angry. Uh, Mr. Trump is uh, making me very upset, and I'm very, very angry, Mr. Williams. Okay, well... I'm sorry you're upset, uh, Mr. Fozzie Stodd. Is there anything you wanted to say or get off your chest? Well, I want to say that Mr. Trump's uh, running for the President of the United States. Yep, Mr. Trump's, Donald Trump. That's what I said, Mr. Trump's. 
I'm sorry. Mr. Trumpsa. That Mr. Trumpsa? There's no A on the end. Mr. Williams, I'm trying to say Mr. Trumpsa. Okay, Donald Trump. Yes, correct. Donald Trumpsa. Running for president and very upset because Mr. Trump says that he wants to ban all of the Muslims. He, could you say that again, Mr. Fazestad? I think I know. He wants to ban all of the Muslims. He wants to ban all the Muslims. That, that is what I'm saying, Mr. Williams. Now, this is unacceptable. I am an American citizen. Originally, I come from the Middle East, of course. Many, many Muslims in the Middle East, and Mr. Trump, he want to ban uh, the Muslim from coming into the United States of America. Unacceptable. It, it's what? Unacceptable. Unacceptable, sir? Yes, Mr. Williams. I don't know why you have to always repeat me. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. You do have a heavy accent, and I'm just trying to get clarification to make sure that I, I'm, I'm getting everything you're saying. Well, I think what I'm saying is there is a very angry sentiment amongst the Muslim population in the United States of America and all over the world. All over what? The world. All over the world? That's what I said, Mr. Williams. All over the world. Okay, I think you're getting a little animated here, sir, and I, I just... I need you to take a breath. I will not take a breath, Mr. Williams, until Mr. Donald Trump is out of the race for president. Well, I don't think you can just pick him out of the, kick him out of the, the presidential race, sir. Well, I think unacceptable, and from this moment forward, uh, I, Mr. Fazistad, I will show you how it feels like to be banned from America. Um, you're gonna you're gonna show us how it feels to be banned from America. How do you propose to do that, sir? Because I ban all America Americans. I'm sorry. I from this moment forward, I, Mr. Pakistan, and all the Muslims, we ban Americans. What do you mean you ban Americans? So we show you how it feels, Mr. Williams. To be a band, it's not a good feeling to be banned, Mr. Williams. And so from this moment, from right now, look at your watch, Mr. Williams. From right in this very second, the Muslim community bans Americans. What do, what do you mean bans Americans? What, what, ban us from what? Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Williams. Where do you go to shop? Where do I go to shop? I, I go to the mall near my house. No, you are banned from the mall, Mr. Williams. You cannot go in the mall. What do you mean I can't go in the mall? You are banned. The Muslims ban you. See, how does that feel, Mr. Williams? I'm going to go in the mall. No, you're not. You're banned. Where do you go for ice cream treat, Mr. Williams? 
What what is it? Where where do I go for ice cream treats? Where do you go for the ice cream treat? I don't know. I go to Baskin Robbins, sir. No, not anymore. You're banned. What? You're banned from a 31 flavor. No more Baskin Robbins. You're banned. What are you saying? Only the Muslims go into 31 flavors. No more American. You're banned. See how that feels, honky tonk. Okay, this is getting a bit ridiculous. Mr. Williams, let me ask you, when you get hungry, do you ever go through the drive-thru? Yes, I go through the drive-thru. Which one, Mr. Williams? I don't know, I go through McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. One, two, three, you're banned from McDonald's, you're banned from Burger King, and you're banned from Wendy's, Mr. Williams. Banned, banned, with one, two, three. Would you knock it off? We're not banned from anything. No more Burger King, no more McDonald's, Slap Happy McDonald's, Happy Meal, no more Wendy Hot and Juicy, Mr. Williams. Would you cut it out? I'm not banned from the drive-thru, and neither is anyone else listening who's American. So, now maybe you start to feel it, huh, Mr. Williams? Now you feel it sinking into your skin, your white, lily white American skin. You tell me, Starsky and Hutch, how it feel to be banned. Did you just call me Starsky and Hotch? That's correct, Mr. William. Look, I, I don't know how it feels to be banned because I'm not taking this seriously. I'm not getting banned from anything. Mr. Williams, where does your girlfriend sleep at night? What? I said, Mr. Williams, where does your girlfriend sleep at night? Where does my girlfriend sleep at night? In her bedroom, in her bed. And you're banned to go in her bedroom and stand near her bed. You're banned. Listen here, Fozzie Stad. If you think you're going to put your hands on your woman and have whoop-de-doo time, no way, Jose, you're banned. You're not banning me from my own girlfriend. You're not banning me from the mall. You're not banning me from Burger King. No more Burger King. No more Wendy's. No more Arby's. No more curly fries. No more straight fries. Curly fries. Potato tots. Wendy's hot and juicy. McDonald's. We do it your way. McDonald's drive-thru. We're loving it. McDonald's. Shamrock Shake, Dairy Queen, Blizzard, Peanut Buster, Parfait, Baskin, Robin, 33 flavor, all of it, you're banned, you're cut off by the Muslim population, Mr. Williams. Stop it! Holy crap, dude! Okay, nobody's banned. You haven't been banned. This is the, it's the rhetoric of Donald Trump, who many people think is nuts. Just because he says there's a ban on Muslims coming into the United States doesn't make it so. 
Why don't we wait and see if that ever happens because I doubt it ever will. And for you to ban me and all the other Americans from, from our everyday regular lives, you can't do that. Oh, Mr. Williams. Mr. Mr. Williams. How does it feel now, Mr. Williams? Hmm? Now you cannot go to the mall. You cannot go to the food court. Imagine, Mr. Williams, the look in your child's eyes. When your child goes to the food court and says, Daddy, I want to go to Panda Express, Daddy, and get us some spring rolls, Papa. And you walk up to the counter and you say, I would like some spring rolls for my little seven-year-old daughter. And the man working at the Panda Express, Mr. Williams, says, Oh, isn't that nice? Where is your daughter from? What is her nationality? What is your seven-year-old daughter's citizenship? Are you out of your mind? Oh, wait, your daughter's American? Your daughter was born on the soil in the United States of America? I am sorry, little girl, but turn your lily white ass cheeks around and get the fuck away from Panda Express because you are banned! You are banned from the fucking spring rolls and the fucking cashew peanuts and the orange peel chicken! Get the fuck away, you're banned! Get away, American! Only Muslim eat here at Panda Express! Get away! Stop it! Dude, you need to really cool it down and dial it back. Well, Mr. Williams, I think maybe I made my point. And now you see how horrible it is to be excluded from society because of your religious affiliation, your faith. The God that you worship, Mr. Williams, can you imagine if Jesus was crucified on the cross for Burger King or Wendy's Hot and Juicy? If Jesus Christ looked to the heavens and said, Father, why have you killed me, Father? For what purpose have you crucified your only begotten Son? And God himself spoke and said, Because you cannot have any more Burger King or Wendy's hot and juicy, my son. Jesus, no more curly fries, no more. Would you cut it out? This is, now you're sounding insane, Fozzie Stodd. Look, I gotta go. This just isn't, this, this make, yeah, look. The Muslim ban thing is crazy. It's insane. Nobody believes it's going to happen. And so I don't see why you're getting worked up about it. It's almost an impossibility. So just settle down. Let this thing play out. And we'll all go from there, okay? Oh, easy for you to say, Mr. Williams. 
Fazistad, a family here. Fazistad has wife and the children, and Mr. Trump wants to block them out. Fazistad has friends in Middle East and family, and maybe they want to come to United States of America and have Burger King and Baskin Robbins and Golden Corral and IHOP and Denny's and all the wonderful treats in America. And we are banned from this. Who are you to ban the Muslim population from rooty, tooty, fresh and fruity? How dare you ban the Muslim population from Popeye's deep-fried Cajun shrimp poppers? How dare you ban us from mint chocolate chip ice cream? And Stop it! Dude, I'm hanging up. I can, no one can take any more of this. You are on a rant, and none of it makes sense, okay? Thank you for calling, Roger. Hang up. And one more thing, I will, if you ever want to go to Victoria's Secret and get a gardener belt for your wife, you are banned. You are banned from Victoria's Secret. No more lingerie boner for you, Mr. Williams. Poopy poo on your poopy face, Mr. Williams. Hang up on him. No more coconut cream pie from the house of pie. Hang up. What the Jesus was that, Roger? I'm freaking sweating listening to this guy. I've never had so much anger and vitriol. Get him off. Wow. You know, in the Roger, in the future, I could use a little of your help here, okay? Like, seriously. When, when, when something like that, when a phone call like that gets out of control, could you please, like, step in and maybe disconnect the guy? Yes, sir. I mean, geez, I'm just asking for a little help here, buddy. Sorry. Not really. <laughs> Come on, knock it off with the laughing. I'm just going to end the show now. Now you've put me in a mood. First thing, get yelled at by Mr. Fozzystad. By the way, this whole banning of it's not going to happen, okay? And I understand the passion and the concern, and, and I mean, my God, if I was Muslim, I'd be freaking out too. I'd be like, what the hell is this? But the likelihood, I, I, I don't know that it'll ever happen, but I just don't know. It, this is a crazy election. We're living in crazy times. I guess I understand why he's upset, but but to turn around and try and ban, I don't even, banning Americans from their own country, to, from going to the mall and eating and living and functioning, it's, it's just, it's just, Roger, do a better job screening our callers. And I'm sorry everyone had to listen to that ear-shattering rant. God. Unbelievable, man. I mean, I I think everyone's a little emotional right now, and maybe this is the best time to just, you know, segue to the end of the show. I feel everyone's temperature's high, everyone's hot. It's a touchy topic. So let's let's end the show. Let's do some announcements. Um yes, 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 announcements. Um don't forget uh coming up. This very weekend, 
Uh-huh. Houston. Houston, Texas. Get your act into gear. Uh, Thursday, March 10, 11, 12, and 13, yours truly will be live doing stand-up comedy at the Houston Improv, boys and girls. Um, so get your tickets. Get out to the Houston Improv. Uh... March 10, 11, 12, and 13. Going to be a great weekend of stand-up comedy. And then flipping over to April, the comedy party begins. This is a, uh, a three-night run of theaters. Uh, this is going to be in Iowa and uh, Kentucky. Uh, it's called the comedy party. All the details are at harlandwilliams.com. It's me, Polly Shore, Bobby Lee from Mad TV, and Tom Green. Wild man Tom Green. So four wild, nutty comedians in one beautiful theater, one night only in each town. All the towns and uh, tickets and all the info you need is at harlowilliams.com. Just go to my comedy link, my uh, stand-up comedy schedule, and you will will have a whole world of stand-up open up in your face. Uh, That's... April 7, 8, and 9, The Comedy Party. And then the following weekend in Brea, California, April 14, 15, 16, and 17, I will be at the Brea Improv. And then at the end of the month, uh, the last weekend in April, I'll be, be in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada at the Comic Strip at the West Edmonton Mall. <laughs> Look out. Uh, Coming up in May, you can catch me in New York. Uh, I'll be at uh, Gotham Live, a great club in New York. And this will be May 12th, uh, sorry, May 13th and 14th, Friday and Saturday only. Going to be awesome. So come on up and check that out. Uh, And while you're at harlowilliams.com, check out our fabulous merchandise store. We got... Artwork, T-shirts, books, music, digital downloads, you name it. Tons of stuff to keep you laughing and entertained. Um, Also, uh, be sure to join uh, my premium content for $20 a year. You get all 800, almost 800 episodes of the Harlan Highway, all the backlog episodes, plus all the original content I'm adding, Plus my other podcast called Let's Have a Fight, where I have verbal fights with other funny people and all kinds of special stuff on uh, the Harland Highway premium content for 20 bucks a year. Helps to support all the podcast stuff I do. I, I appreciate everyone who's joined. Thank you muchly. And uh, also get the uh, Harland Highway app on your phone so you can listen to this podcast wherever you go on your phone. Just go into your app store and type in the Harland Highway, and off you go. Also, if you're on Twitter, uh, please join my Twitter feed. I'm at Harland Williams, and the reason I say that is because Twitter's probably my most active social media account, and I like to tweet out funny little comments all through the week. And hopefully, you know, maybe you're having a crappy day or you're you're bored or something, and all of a sudden one of my stupid little tweets comes across your, your cell phone, and lo and behold, it makes you laugh or smile or throw up or whatever. 
But if you're not on my Twitter account, you won't ever see them. So um, people are enjoying them, and uh, I'm just doing them for fun. So at uh, Harland Williams, and also that keeps you abreast of all my activities. And uh, as I said, I will keep you posted on my new Disney show, The Puppy Dog Tales. Woohoo! And uh, and that's it, man. We are done for today. Don't forget, you are not banned from anywhere. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your country. Roam around freely like lost giraffes on the Serengeti. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Because I ban all America Americans.